hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Hey, this is a phenomenal season. It is a uh, a great time uh, in the podcast history, man. There's so much going on in the world. It's election season coming up. Uh, we got runoff elections, so much stuff going on. I uh, want to give a shout out to all our fans over there in Tampa. Uh, our hearts and thoughts are with y'all. Hurricane uh, Ian that just came by. I uh, hope you all are recovering. Uh, but if you're listening right now in Tampa, our hearts and condolences go to you and your community. Uh, we will try to give our best to give back to y'all. But just keep in mind that our thoughts and prayers to uh, y'all over there our fans in Tampa, Florida, and all the whole Florida uh, state as well. Uh, y'all, man, if y'all have been under a rock, I mean, social media can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. And on this podcast, we often talk about relationships and like the new generation versus the old generation. And I think that social media, and this, I just heard this the other day, Boosie himself has said that social media is this generation's crack epidemic. Uh, we lost people. Uh, it has ruined relationships and it's addicting. So uh, I'm one of those people. So, like, you know what? Social media can come and go because I grew up in media to where we had commercials and stuff backing us. So we don't need to social media. But this generation is like, hey, you know what? It's social media heavy. And a lot of influencers are out there. A lot of influencers are doing positive things. Now, today's guest is no different. She has been making her rounds. My girl is making so much uh, noise on social media so much so people are deeming her as the brand new Kevin Samuels hmm. <laughs> so uh, without further ado help me welcome Miss Taylor Moore Taylor thank you so much for coming on the Straight Up Show podcast thank you for having me guys how are you doing today oh, we're doing so good like I said you have been making your rounds of social media if you can look behind Taylor right now uh, look at that. Just point to it. What, what is that behind you right there? Oh, my YouTube black. See, that shows you how much she's growing right now. That's what That's over, <laughs> uh, over 100K followers, right? Yeah, I'm almost at 200K, man, within three months. Yes. Yeah, so we have to build her up because she is definitely going places. Now, like I told y'all, she has been deemed as the new Kevin Samuels. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, but before we go any further, Taylor, kind of introduce yourself and tell people who you are and stuff like that. Hi, guys. Well, I'm Taylor. I'm 27 years old. I'm from Los Angeles, California, but I live in Vegas. As you guys know, I'm studying to be a therapist. I just don't know what kind yet. I want to study psychiatrics, so I'm able to diagnose people. I do social media. I advocate for men, and I am uh, advocate for men's mental health. That's what I really care about right now. Yeah, and if you listen to our podcast, you know that we are mental health heavy, like on this podcast. And uh, previous episode, we had Dr. Monique Thompson, a psychotherapist, on our show talk about childhood trauma. So this today is a person that is an advocate of men's mental health, which a lot of people don't really talk about, but you hear about on social media. So we're going to talk about Taylor about that. But uh, how did you really get into social media? So um, I've always wanted to do social media, but as far as like getting into it, one day it was quarantine time, I believe. And I kept seeing this trend go around of like the I hate men, kill all men hashtag type of thing. And I was like, what's these girls deals? Like y'all really don't like men. And then I've noticed everybody has like a soft spoken voice and everybody doesn't want to get canceled. I was like, we ain't doing this no more. I got brothers and good men in my life. So I was like, I'm gonna put my mouth on this one. You know how I get down. So yep, that's how it started on TikTok. And, uh, it started on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. TikTok. And you just kept just getting, just being very vocal. I, I think what makes you so different is that I think I listened to one of your videos and you said that you don't know how to be quiet. Like you, you, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not soft-spoken. You, no. you, you don't know how to be soft-spoken. I think that's kind of like what our whole show is about. My girl is not soft-spoken <laughs> at all. To see you, like I'm over here on world star hip hop and I'm like, that's that cannot be Taylor. Like just <laughs> to see you get picked up on World Star Hip Hop. How did that feel? That felt good. I actually was shocked because I don't go on social media like that just from what I see. So all my followers were DMing me and I'm like, I'm on World Star. No way, they're lying. I look and I'm like, oh and then my family's calling me. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's cool. That was shocking to me. Okay. So you, you tell us that you are a advocate of men's mental health, and you said that you saw women kind of like bashing men like what you said you have positive male influences in your life but what really made you really just go out and be vocal because 
you and I've seen in your comment section, like you have a lot of hate. Yeah, a lot of hate. Like people don't understand how much hate I get from this. So um, first and foremost, I've had situations with guy friends where they'll call me up and be like, hey, Tay, like something happened along the lines. I'll give you a situation. I won't say names. I go over there and I'm like, what happened to your face? He's bleeding. I can't tell where the blood's coming from. And it's one of my homeboys that I've known since I was, what, like 13, 14 years old and we grew up together. Yeah. I went inside the house when I wasn't supposed to and I did what I had to to the woman. But seeing men like that, because men are silent, like with things, they won't go to nobody. They feel embarrassed or whatever. I'm like the mama bear of my group, whether it's my guy or a girl. You're not playing with my guy friends or my brother. So I can't do it. And my brothers know not to put their hands on women, but I'm a woman. So all hell breaks through with that kind of stuff. I don't like that. So I just seen too much growing up, especially living in LA. And I didn't like how women would hurt men and get away with it and do certain things. I'm not condoning violence. That's not what I'm saying. But if you put your hands on somebody who's not going to touch you, I will. And I'm not throwing personal shade. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, but those LA women are, whew, Oh, I know. Different breed. I tell you that. I speak for myself. At one point, I was really bad. But I've calmed down a little bit. You know, I don't be fighting no more. So I'm good now. Oh, uh, yeah. So she definitely has that Cali swag. Um, so Taylor, like this, I think that one thing about you is that our generation of people, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't agree with this, but I think our generation, we don't do a lot of self-reflection at all. Yep, do, you, you're do, right. you, do you think that? No, I don't think that at all. A lot of people don't, they'll move on from person to person and they won't heal. They won't take the time to understand what went wrong in my relationship. It takes two to tangle. No matter what happened, you played a part in that, but people don't see that. And if you don't have accountability in your heart, you don't think you're perfect. So a lot of people just need to realize that, but I agree with you completely. When it comes to men's mental health and like you advocating for men, um, what are some things that, you, what are some big subjects that you actually see that a lot of men don't get addressed across by other women? What do you see? Like as far as like what women don't do for men or you mean like? Just like, okay, so you advocate for men. What are some of the biggest issues that you see when you are advocating for men? Um, so the biggest issues that I see is Women complaining about men not coming to us and talking to us, but then you see on social media, you're a bitch, you're weak, you're this and all that for crying. So you can't complain that a man doesn't come to you if you're sitting here bashing him. On top of that, the way women go about things, they're very disrespectful and rude, and they, it's like they don't care about men's mental health, so a man's not going to go to them. So it all contradicts itself, if that makes sense. So yeah. And like, I really think that this generation's dating is bad. It is... And I feel like that, I feel like, I feel like that there's, because there's social media, there's options, you know, and with anybody, whether you're a man, woman, uh, gay, straight, or what doesn't matter, you do not want to leave this earth alone and nobody wants to be alone. Like, you know, and I think that a lot of people look for that one person. And I think that because there's options now, people don't want to just settle down. They have to look for the next best thing instead of actually going through it. I think going back to what Boosie was saying that, you know, it has social media has ruined relationships. Um, I, I say this because I want to know that when it comes to relationships, what do you think that our generation is missing? Um, so what I think our generation is missing is one, of course, you said too many options. And then I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I grew up watching a traditional love like my grandparents. A lot of these people don't have dads, don't have guidance, never seen love. So how would you believe that there is love? Your parents are arguing, your parents can't stand each other. So I feel like if you're with somebody, you should be watering the grass there. People see one thing somebody does, oh, I'm gonna go on to the next person. You guys don't understand. You have to sit there and grow with the person, try to work with them. You're never gonna find the perfect person. There's gonna be three, four things, maybe more that you might not like about them. But if you try to change the person, that's another thing that people do. You don't change somebody. You accept them for what they are, help them grow with you and accept them to, as an individual that they are. But a lot of people don't want to do that. And I feel like we're so picky nowadays and everybody thinks that they're perfect that they don't understand that. And that's like red flag. That's bad. Yeah. And we're going to talk about being perfect and being perfected in a relationship. On the other side of the break, we have Taylor Moore, uh, social media influencer, social media just superstar right now. On the other side of the break, make sure you stay tuned. Straight Up Show Podcast. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point. This is what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it 
provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. Votación es un derecho, un privilegio y una responsabilidad. Muchos han hecho el máximo sacrificio solo para que podamos tener la capacidad de votar sobre lo que creemos que es mejor para nosotros y nuestra comunidad. Así que aquí en Straight Up te pedimos que investigues Deja que tu voz sea escuchado y que estés orgulloso de decir, I straight up votó. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. This is a episode dedicated to the lovely and talented Miss Taylor Moore. Uh, Y'all, she has been on fire on social media, uh, making her rounds on YouTube. If you can see the plaque behind her, she has over 100K award on YouTube and she is just growing. Uh, And she has been deemed the Kevin Samuels, uh, the new Kevin Samuels, God bless his soul. Uh, But Taylor Moore, thank you so much once again for coming on the Strap Show podcast. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me. I really love your guys' show. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you, before we went to commercial break, you talked about this being like people in relationships thinking about perfection. I'm a big guy and I'm working on myself. Like, and, um, and trust me, like your gym videos give me motivation. I'm like, man, you know what? I do gotta eat clean. I do gotta do this, you know? So like, and cause I used to be a weightlifter. I used to be play uh, football. And so it's like, you know, over the years, depression and stuff like that. And people don't understand them. Like, you know, which we talked about childhood trauma in our previous episode, but how that can really impact your life growing up. And especially as a African-American man, like we have to keep these things hidden because the, and people don't know this. If you're not a, a, a black man in America, like I really feel like, and this is good, this could make people mad, but I really feel like no one has it worse in the world than the African-American man, because, you know, the Africans that come up to America, they are more accepted than most African-American men. And that's from personal experience from seeing it. And like, I've never seen it this bad. I mean, granted, my grandparents probably seen it way worse uh, as African-American men, but just not being accepted and actually just had to like, basically shut the up and just take it. To that, you say what? I don't like that at all. I love my black kings. I love my black men. If you watch a lot of my videos, that's all I talk about especially when I see black women bashing y'all, we're supposed to be family. We're supposed to be here. I shut that down in a heartbeat because you guys already have it so hard and people already put so much pressure on you guys out of all races. So the fact that our own women can't even be sweet to y'all, it's not happening here. So I don't like that because I want you guys to feel loved and wanted because we all grew up without either dads or didn't have guidance or nothing. We need each other. You see the way the world is going. And I don't know if you've seen the BLM movement, that the scam, the $80 million that's gone. Please, somebody better stand up and defend you guys. That's not right. Like, I don't understand why we're not protecting each other. Like it's sad, but I believe everything that you're saying. I've seen it. It's sad. And 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 this is like from personal experience and seeing like different friends and family and different homies go through this to where I know guys, especially from my old neighborhood. I come from the streets. Y'all, y'all know my story, but I come from the streets, college educated. You know, I got so many of my friends who are college educated, come from the gutter of the streets in Louisiana. And we're making a difference. Like we're not gonna have kids. We're actually doing things right. The ones that do have kids are actually married and have kids, college educated. And I see not only women in our own community just treat them like nothing. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like we're doing things the right way. We're not being the stereotype, but yet our own people are just dragging us. I, I don't get it. Yeah, and I, I don't get it either, man. It's really, really sad to see stuff like that. I hope that like my videos will make women come around and like see things for like the bigger picture and actually take accountability because bashing our men doesn't do any good. 
you know what I mean? And they don't want to be bashed at all. But if you're doing that to other people, you can't expect people not to do it to you, you know? So once we all start, I start this movement where I'm trying to get people on the Black Men King thing, I feel like eventually it'll become something so that that way people care about this. And it's a topic that we're interested in and we don't bash y'all. There's no point. We need each other. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about that BLM video posted on your IG that I saw on TikTok. That's all. I just rewatched it today and I was like, man, just. And you got a lot of flight for supporting Candace Owens. So we're going to talk about that. I know, I know. I, and, and I saw a couple of your videos. I was like, she supports Candace. I was like, oh. <laughs> and Dorsey, if you're watching this, I know Dorsey's coming for me. But, I, you know, this, <laughs> this show is all about accepting each other. But, like, and I'm not going to mention your names. This is a personal story. This is kind of like a, a round robin with Taylor right now. Had a homeboy. He was been, he's been married almost 17 years. Great family. Great guy. Worked 70 plus hours. His wife doesn't work at all. Uh, he they having conflict and stuff like that. And he has to come home and still cook and clean. And when he comes home, he gets yelled at, gets screamed at, you know. And he, and, and this is not right, but he cheated. But before he cheated, he went to his wife and said, hey, I'm not happy. You know, this is how I feel. And there was no, you know, healing from that. There was no accepting what he was telling his wife. But she still continued after that to keep yelling and bashing them and working these 70 hours. And eventually he just cheated. In that scenario, do you su not support cheating, but like, would you understand why he would cheat or no? I could understand why he did cheat. But if you watch a lot of my videos, I don't like cheaters at all. But they're married. So it's a different situation because we know when a man wants to get unmarried, he's the one who has to pay for everything. He gets to the end of the stick. So I do get that. But as far as the cheating goes, I think that's super, super wrong. But if somebody's coming to you over and over and over again and they're communicating these things, which is already hard for a man, and you can't even suck a little cook for him and shut your mouth, I don't like that. Especially if he's paying for everything. Girl, what? Give me that, man. I'll take him. What the hell's wrong with y'all? Y'all be tripping in these streets. Uh-uh. That's, that's bad in my eyes. And I think you just, like, help me and help us as men figure out, like, why is it? Because trust me, men play games. I've done my fair share of playing games with women but i think me playing so many games like after a while i had to mature because it's like and like people y'all don't understand especially like my young female friends and fans like when they say don't hate the player hate the game like i'm telling you it, it's a rotating door every scenario you throwing out to us men we've seen it or done it before and we're just entertaining it so some of y'all have to realize that keep playing games with people you're going to end up getting hurt and i know i mean working in news like I've seen to where women would play men against each other and they end up killing somebody because you want to play games. Yes. And it happens a lot. That's why they have murder suicides a lot. And people don't realize that that's, that's really going up because of a girl that wants to play games, you know? Um, and oh my God, I've had a friend. Uh, she uh, was engaged to somebody and she wanted, and they couldn't have kids. So she went out and cheated, got pregnant. And had a, I'm telling you, this is the world. This is our generation we live in. And and the sad part about it is that this guy that she has a kid with, he's thinking that she's just single stuff like that. And like, and it is that's the kind of scenario that we're living in the world. Like, so when you hear stuff like that, I see your face. Like, what, what's going through your mind right now when you hear stuff like this? It's disgusting because I grew up in a like I told you a traditional household. My grandpa would not be happy if he seen me doing any of this stuff loyalty is really big in my family my grandpa is very loyal to my grandma so seeing women do things like this and we're the ones who carry all the emotion and we're the ones sitting here men cheat men are dogs y'all are dogs too y'all are baby dogs at this point you shouldn't be doing that it, it rubs me the wrong way when i see women doing that because we're supposed to be sacred our bodies are temple i believe no high body count like if you can't count your bodies on one hand don't talk to me girl i'm sorry you was street walker of the night but that's my opinion so i don't like stuff like that at all yeah and I always tell people they hate this quote, but I always say it's not that all men are dogs. It's that some of you women are just professional dog catchers. Oh, yep. You pick them. That's you pick them. You, you know, and I'm going to throw another scenario at you, okay? Because I like, because I, I love seeing your reaction. You're like, <laughs> These are some good things. I never heard some of this stuff. Yeah. So I had a friend, I had a friend and he did his, like, he was, he was not honest with his girl. Lied to her in the beginning relationship, kind of like in a way trapped her in a relationship, but based off a lie. And it's like, okay, kind of grind me a little bit. But during his relationship, he was like really just committed to her, like just showing her different things. And like, even this is crazy. And a lot of y'all be simping, but well, that's, that's beyond the point. But like, she would cheat on him and she would he would forgive her. 
And like, she was still cheating on him and he would forgive her. She would lie to him and he would still forgive her because he was like, you know what? That used to be me. I used to play games, so I get it. But that's just you growing up. But he was still accepting her flaws and everything. It got to a point to where he was just showing her so much love that she eventually had to say, you know what? I'm really committed to this. Like, and it took so much after that. But he makes one mistake to get into a fight. He missed the whole life from the beginning. So after a year or two, a year, I think it was, like he actually confesses a lie to her and she destroys everything. That's it. I'm done. So yeah, right? So right. And then the thing is that yeah. So even though he accepted all her flaws and all her lies and her cheats, he admits the one mistake and she just cuts him off. What would you have done in a situation like that? Or um, what do you say to that? Me personally, thank God I'm never in situations like that. But if you're going to sit there and forgive somebody for doing something and you choose to be with them and they're honest about something, I've always told women this. If somebody's open and honest with you, you have to respect it because they could lie to your face. They don't have to tell you the truth, but they chose to. Ooh, that's a bad one, man. I don't know about me. I can't forgive cheating. I can't do it. I know my, I'm Latina. I go crazy on that type of stuff. But no, I couldn't do it. But as far as her, how are you going to be mad if this whole time you was dipping, dabbling, and funded? I don't get that. And the thing is that he's showering you with love. Like he's... Yeah. Uh, I think at one point he was telling me like every Saturday he didn't see her, he was sending her flowers. He was saying, like, I'm thinking about you. Like just I'm like, dang, that's some old school, like romantic stuff. Like he was saying that he was the pan of the always like details and like just he knew everything about her. I'm like, bro, like that's that's some, like some kind of like love love Jones type thing that I'm like, wow, like if she didn't want to keep that. And uh because I know this personal story because I'm I'm watching it unfold, but mm-hmm. I think that when he said that we destroyed it, it was because she had her homegirls in her ear and her homegirls. Like, that's the next question. When it comes to relationships, these women are so influenced by other women that are miserable and stuff like that. Like you addressed this in some of your videos. Like, what do you say about the women who get influenced out of a relationship because of their homegirls or their friends? So first and foremost, I feel like a lot of women are delusional when it comes to that. Cause first off I get, ridiculed because they'll be like why are we taking advice from you this and that and all this stuff but you're taking advice from somebody who's not even going to school for this who's not even educated never had a good man doesn't have a good father doesn't have good relationships why would you take advice from somebody who's not married or doesn't have a background to talk about this that's my personal opinion and all your homegirls could be jealous of you a lot of your homegirls will be upset that your time is with that man and you guys don't know this in all reality they're just trying to take you away from that man not everybody who gives you advice is giving you good advice so take it with a grain of salt or me personally if i'm in a relationship with somebody i don't tell people my business besides me and my partner what's the point if i need to go to somebody and it's getting bad i go to a therapist not my dumb friends and if i'm going to go to somebody it'd be my grandma who's been in a 30 plus year relationship a successful one at that. And my grandma's not a bitter person. She's very understanding. Your homegirls most of the time are bitter and don't really like you. So that's my opinion. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, she just dropping some gems. <laughs> sorry. Like, cause y'all like, I don't, I don't understand why there are so many women like you who can't get across to other women because it's like a lot of these guys and, and, and fellas, like I'm, I'm going to take the heat for this one, but like, a lot of us fellas and men, we just want to be loved. Like, that's it. Like, we just want to be loved. Like, you got some guys that want to be out there just, like, playing games and, like, just – but, like, we really – we don't go to work just to, like, just to go to work. Like, we want to take care of somebody. Like, there are some men that actually want to be fathers and stuff like that. But – and check this out. Like, somebody – they one of my homegirls, because I have a friend just just keeps it real like you. And I was telling her about – one of my friends that had an issue with a baby mama or whatever, right? She, she talked to a girl and uh, she was bashing her baby's daddy, you know? But he was like, man, if a girl is bashing, she was like, if a girl is bashing her baby's daddy, like maybe he's not the bad person. Maybe it's her. And she's just the one like portraying him to be the bad guy. And we don't know. So when it comes to dating somebody that has kids, you have to realize that, you know, the baby daddy may not be a piece of but it could be her and she could be the piece of What do you think? So me personally, I don't like women who bash their partners and we've all done it. So I'm not going to see her and act like I'm perfect. But if that was a the husband to my kids or whatever, it's not working out or say he's just a baby daddy. 
you picked that man. You chose that man. So what are you babbling about? You know what I mean? It also makes you look dumb. If he's not putting his hands on you. The kid's not in danger. I feel like you should keep that stuff to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you picked this person, you know? So I don't like the bashing. Plus, you have a child. You don't want your kid to hear this stuff and then make up their mind about the dad because of the stuff you said. My mom used to do that about my dad. Met my dad. Best man ever in this whole world. So the fact that mothers do that, don't do that. Let your kids see what type of person this the man is. You know, let them make up their mind. But bashing him, girl, you opened your legs. You picked him. Who are you mad at? Yourself? That's what it really shows to me, at least. And this might, I feel like with Taylor on the show, I'm in a safe space. Like, I feel like I can say what I want right now because a lot of y'all, because like, and we had an episode when I was in the hot seat and my co-host and her, my other co-host, they were grilling me because I didn't know certain things about women. I apologize. But now that I have Taylor to back me up, and I thank God that Christina ain't here right now. <laughs> I really I feel, th thank you, thank you. But I really feel like that, and this sounds so bad. God, forgive me. Like, <laughs> I really feel like if you have women that have kids right now and they're looking for a relationship, I don't think you can be as judgmental when it comes to like looking yeah. for the next guy. Am I wrong or what? My seat burning right now because y'all ladies are going to crucify me. Don't kill me. But come on, ladies. How the f are you in a, like you have a child and you're dating? Take care of your baby, dude. Learn your baby's favorite color. Take care of your baby. If I literally had a child right now and it didn't work out with the man, I'm sorry. I'm getting to know my kid. I'm working with my kid. My kid's going to watch me get another man and not give them the love that they deserve. That's what your time is put into those kids. Then you're wondering why your kid has emotional um. Uh, issues he can't talk to nobody he can't anything you are avoiding your kid out to be with nah i don't like that you're not gonna like my mouth but i don't like that at all take care of your kid i need a second right now yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry uh, it's true i hate girls that are dating when they got kids you're who's watching them your grandma a babysitter Psh, yeah that's embarrassing don't make me laugh and 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 and, and to go against what she's saying like I don't think that you cannot not find love because I'm a step true, kid. True. Like I'm a step kid. Shout out to my dad, my stepdad, who is my real dad, because like you took care of 20, 20 plus years, took yeah. care of two kids that wasn't yours and you don't have kids of your own. So I respect my dad for that. So there are men out there that can do it. And like, you know, I'm 30 some years old, I'm 33 now, but like that may be my, my option here pretty soon. Like, I might be a stepdad, but at the same time, it's like when it comes to dating, like make sure your priorities are straight first and I think that a lot of women that and I'm not and I know y'all watching it right now this personal but like y'all priorities are messed up you really go to the bar and your kid is hungry at home and you want to hang out with your homegirl if you have kids your priority is not your friends it's not in the streets anymore like you have the obligations and that's what we talked about our childhood trauma and it's like where is the parent you know stuff like that and and I had to be me but I compared to Jeffrey Dahmer like the parents weren't there. They neglected. Like, and it sounds bad, but when neglect is there, like, it's because because you're choosing your own interest from your kids, and it's messed up. But, and even with just being judgmental about being selective who you are, especially with dating. Like, I'm a big guy, and I think I pride myself that my personality has always gotten me the beautiful women because you know I do pretty good for my. I'm a brag, you know, but I do pretty good for myself because. Like, and my friend Trey, uh, we call him Trey Songs because he looks identical to Trey Songs. But, like, um, he'll tell you right now, man, go to the club at Calvin or something like that. Like, the girls would come to him because his personality is just, and he has his stuff straight. So I pride myself on that. But to the this generation's eye, they'll see me first as, one, Black, but two, I'm big. So, and I feel like that when it comes to relationships, you know, you have to have some physical attraction, of course. But I think some people can't be choosy or go out to looks first because I think if you go off looks first, right? Like there are other women and other men that go off looks too. So you're competing with other people too. What value, if a guy has a six pack, blonde hair, stuff like that, like he has options. So what makes you so different that has all this baggage compared to him? You know, so when it comes to looks and attraction, you talked about this on your uh, TikTok, like, why is body shaming against men bad for you? 
Um, it bothers me because one, I have brothers who are a little bit on the bigger side and watching them grow up when they're sweethearts, sweet people and hearing people call them all these names. I don't like that stuff. On top of that, like Lizzo's getting praised while boys are getting shamed. How is she getting praised for eating burritos all day? I'm not knocking it, but you should do the same thing to men. They should feel loved just like they should. I don't like body shaming because I care about mental health. And if you're not dating that person, why do you care? It ain't your boo. Like why, you know what I mean? You're not sucking his, why do you care? But as far as like the body shaming and all that, it, to me, it doesn't, it bothers me because people have a, don't understand how bad men heard about this, how hard it's on men and their body. Like they already have to see themselves in the mirror every day. They already have to go through this. If you want to date a guy with a six pack, go ahead and do that. But I feel like looks aren't as important. People might think I'm crazy for this. You can see my exes, you know, like I've been told I date whatever. It doesn't bother me. I care more about what's inside the heart. And like, there's a lot of good looking men who have crappy personalities, crappy ass personalities. Like they think they're don't stick. And I don't like that. I like a man who's funny on his grind and can make me laugh. You could have a six pack and not be for me. That doesn't do nothing for me. What is six pack going to do? It don't make me feel love or loyalty. And I, that's what I want. So girls need to look at the bigger picture sometimes. And I feel like looks shouldn't be a factor anymore in this generation because looks fade. The moment I see you're a, a good looking person, you're mean to people, you body shame people. You are now a two in my eyes. You're ugly to me. And in from the heart, not the outside. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh, trust me. I had a girl tell me you're too fat for me. I'm like, you know what? I can lose fat, but you can't lose your stink ass attitude. You know what I mean? Nope. Like, <laughs> and I'm just keeping it real. And like me, I'm so direct. I think it's what like as part of the attraction. Like, I'm just so direct. Like what I want, what I see, because it's like, and I think God blessed me with seeing so much. I grew up in the streets around hustlers and pimps. And so I mean, God showed me life early. You know what I mean? And when I see people just like, it, I'm telling you, I tell y'all right now on this podcast, like the game does not change. The players do, but it's the same game. So when you run a game on people, you got to keep in mind, other people have seen the same game. So you got to be careful. Like, and, and and this is a lot of shots of people I'm talking to right now. I feel bad about it. But like some of y'all have the same scenarios going through right now. You have friends or friends that do the same ignorant stuff and play the same games. Like, well, he's cute. He has blue eyes. And like, I'm like, people would thirst off of like, uh, let's say somebody like, you know, uh, 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 a regular basketball player who's maybe not attractive, but because he got money, he's attractive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, people would thirst over like just, oh, like Jeffrey Dahmer, he's so hot, the glasses. I'm like, bro, like, he really? be eating nuts. Yeah. I'm, uh, he be eating nuts, eating people, girls. I'll tell you one thing about the whole celebrity thing that really bothers me. Um, I'm not a big fan of the high value thing. I don't like that. I would date a guy with a nine to five construction worker, whatever, truck driver. I prefer that over a basketball player. And since I've been, you know, all over everywhere, I've been getting hit up by basketball players, football players. And I tell them in my DMs, leave me alone. I even made a video, but I didn't DM him. He had a whole baby. I'm not going to say what his name was, a baby in the picture. I said, hey, if you guys are DMing me and doing all that, I said, undo it now, because if you guys don't, I'm going to out you. They all unfollowed me. Yep, that's what I thought. I don't play that. And I don't like guys in the limelight. I prefer a man who's a gamer, a chill dude. Like, I don't care about money. I got my own. All finances both. I'm cool on that part. Mm-mm. Wow, man. This, like, they need to make you make other. <laughs> you need to have, like, a, a class because, like, you get it. I think that a lot of women don't get it. I think that, and this can get me so much trouble, but I tell a lot of girls that I would, like, when I, I dismiss them when I'm, I'm talking to them. I said, you, you're trying to create a love and hip hop and MTV Jersey Shore scenario of a situation. Like our relationship won't be like Stevie J. Our relationship won't be like what you see on TV because they're programming you. This is what the real world is. It's not like, this is not love. Like, you know, I don't have a lot of money. Like, I mean, I make good for myself, but I'm like, you know, that's my money. That's my earnings. Like, and I would never let anybody benefit off my hard work. But and I feel like that a lot of people get so brainwashed with social media. Like you have to be this certain way. You have to have this. Like, like, and even with us, like our our podcast, like you wouldn't know our accolades because you look at social media. Like we have the biggest accolades in any podcast. But you would think that we don't because you're looking at social media. It's like, man, you know, I've, I've and and honestly, y'all, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've interviewed Oscar winners. I've interviewed Shaq. I've interviewed AD. I've interviewed like so many people, but I've never been more excited to interview Taylor Moore because Aww. like she is, I'm telling you, you were a high spirit and I, I vibe with people like that. Thank uh, you. So, and we're going to have more with Taylor on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. 
you're an actress or a model or somebody who's looking to do something impactful, ain't nobody gonna find your ass in no Shreveport. Sometimes when you're home, you don't want to leave because you're comfortable. But your biggest dreams can be the push you need to take risk. And leaving a city that made me, a city that can't be duplicated, is a challenge I had to accept. No matter where my journey leads me, I'll never forget home. Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other. There's only one rule to our show. You gotta be. I'm Sultan Salahuddin from Southside 62 out right now. Make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Show podcast because that's where it's happening. You dig? All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Joined by the lovely Taylor Moore, TikTok, social media, YouTuber. Uh, man, she has been on fire this this whole year. Uh, I think this is a year. Uh, this is a year for the books, Taylor. So uh, thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys so much. I've actually loved being here. You guys are really good people. Funny, I feel comfortable. I'm at home right now. I get to be myself, honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, and before we go further, I want y'all to keep looking. Look behind you. Like, look at that. That girl is, I can't wait till we get gold and then we're going to get diamond, right? We're I gonna... know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to yeah, so, so she has that plaque back there. Hey, y'all, we have to make sure we get our sister pushed uh, and get her voice out there. And, you know, uh, God bless his soul, Kevin Samuels. He's been one of those more direct people that's been just, you know, the straightforward about relationship and women and stuff like that. And he's been, he had a career of getting dragged from people on social media. And some people have made fun of his death because of all this karma and stuff like that. Uh, now that he's gone, God rest his soul. Uh, how do you feel that people are deeming you as the new Kevin Samuels? Um, well, I actually think it's an honor because I know a lot of people don't like him or don't like how he is, but got to understand this. He lived in his truth. And that's one thing about me. Before I go, as long as I'm honest, authentic to myself, that's all I care for. I like his style. I like how honest he is. And like I said, call me the female Tate, whatever you want to call me, Kevin Samuels. I like it. It's an honor to be called that, at least in my eyes. You get so much in like, with me, Tristan, I, I worked in media for since I was 19. And uh, to see, especially working in like news, I, I would see people that couldn't, like, especially like main anchors and like co-hosts that couldn't take the pressure from people in their, the, 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 the Facebook trolls and the stuff like that. And it would destroy them. How are you able to say all this about women and uh, speak on behalf of men and you you publicly address these trolls with no problems. Like, how are you able to mentally stay focused and still have that positive message towards men? Um. So first and foremost, when I came on social media, I knew how it was going to be. I knew that women were going to come for my juggler because anytime you call a woman out, they don't like that. It's like throwing holy water on somebody. But I personally feel like I have dealt with a lot from my past, being in L.A., being in fights, just whatever. You hear a lot of stuff. And then I have brothers. You think I haven't been roasted by my brothers? So when I come on social media, you guys are doing this. But in the streets, when you see me, I see people who see me and look at me. I'm bigger than most women. Come up to me if you want to. But it's all internet stuff. So I don't let that affect me and what I want to do because my whole purpose is to help men. So as long as I see men building, getting in good relationships and their mental health is getting better, that's my focus. I don't worry about negativity. I worry more about positivity. If that makes sense. I could block all that noise out. They're not doing nothing for me. You're making my algorithm going up with all that hate. Keep it up, dummies. Keep it up. Mama loves it. Yeah, what did Easy E say? They buying it, you know. They 
at least they, at least they buying it, you know. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like that's why kind of that's why we have this platform. Like, you know, you gonna listen to it. So I mean, the algorithm says differently, you know. So I mean, I, I don't care, you know. <laughs> like, um, uh, so what you said a lot about just what women should be doing and stuff like that, or what women are doing wrong. Uh, why? This is from a guy. Why are women so stubborn? Like we're telling them what we want, how we're feeling and stuff like that. Like what's making women so stubborn and how can they actually just like not be of the social norm when it comes to men and their mental health and relationships in your opinion? Well, in, in my opinion, I feel like first you cannot, you can't hate men. You can't be one of those people who hates men and then tries to date them. When you try to understand a man, you'll see things for what they are. And another thing, not to attack women, when you're ran through and you date all these dummies, of course, you're going to have a big opinion on them. You're dating all the futures and all that. When you could be talking to Russell Wilson's or saving yourself for a good man like me, been single for a whole year, been reading about men, taking care of myself. Don't go out, don't do things so that a man can come along. I haven't met a man because I don't go out nowhere. I stay home 24 seven. But if you hate men, you can't date them. And then women have this thing where they're always like, no one tells them anything. So when you give them accountability or things like that, it bothers them. Haven't you know, like even me, I'll say like, suck a cook for him. And that that's triggering you for real. That just shows me that you don't suck. That's on you. That just shows everything I need to know about you as women. Like if you want to be loved properly, you have to love to get it in return. It's like those people who demand respect. Respect is earned, not given. So it's the same thing with women. You wholeheartedly love a man. I promise you, he'll love you and give it to you back. And if you're not paying attention to who you pick, that's on you. Take your time with dating. Don't rush things. Stop giving up your body too soon. Like, I can go on and on about this thing. God dang. They be giving it up like Skittles the first night. What? How are you going to get to know him? That makes no sense. What the hell's wrong with y'all? Give it some time, baby. Get to know him. And another thing I want to add, if you let a man, like, speak his mind and you're very understanding and you don't shame men, you know how many men are very honest with me? Men will tell me. I talk to a whole bunch of girls, but I'm going to stop now and talk to you. Okay, for sure. But you have to be an understanding woman. You shame him, you're not going to get the best out of men. But again, I'm going to pick me, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel like, I feel like. I'm dead. Because I feel like you my twin. Like, I feel like you, like, for real. Because I tell him all the time, I said, look, I tell my girlfriends, like, hey. Like, like y'all can keep giving it up. Like, what? What after we get what? And this is being blunt. Sorry, but after we get what we want, what what other value do we have for you? And like, sorry to keep bringing up Trey songs. I, I'm gonna tag you if you you know. But like, he said it in a song. Like, like Trey songs is, is a gorgeous man, and he said it in a song. We only go to the club, just in the drinks. Like, so when you're you're going into an environment to where you're prey. You know, what do you expect? And you got, uh, and like, <laughs> you dress in, you might not be a hoe, but you're wearing a hoe's uniform. And it's like, and, 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 am I wrong? Like, cause no, it's not. like, like, <laughs> because like, I think, and I'm, I've, I've admitted on the show that I used to be a dog. I'm not gonna lie. Like I used to be a dog, but like, I did that because my homies were dogs and it was like a competition. So it's like, after a while, it's like, am I gonna, and like, what killed it for me? I'll be honest with you. My niece was born, it's like, you know what? If that ever happens to my knees, when I'm gonna kill somebody, like not you know figuratively, but like, it's like you know I would be mad, like allegedly, guys, you know, because you know as you see, but <laughs> but like that really made me realize that you know what, like I should look at her differently as a woman, like because this is my knees, like so why am I looking at women differently? Why am I looking at women like objects and materials? So it's like that really had to change my aspect, and like I looked at the other women in my my family and how men treated them and how they were now acting and other women in my life i'm like wow just my hurt did that like my, my hurt did that to the woman I'm like i've had women from years ago tell me you know what you did to me like 10 years ago it still affects me today so when, when you hear that coming back on you it makes you do self-evaluation which i went back to my original point a lot of people in our generation do not self-evaluate like it's okay to say you're the problem you're the toxic person. Like maybe you should not be in a relationship just because like social media is telling you I need to be booed up or I got to have a man with this. Like it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for your mental health. And fellas, like, you know, Taylor can tell you, it's like, just because it feels good and feels secure, like ask those questions in the beginning, like be direct. And like, I tell a girl three things, like, what do you want in a girl? Loyalty, understanding, and honesty. That's all I ask, like nothing wrong. Like, if you could be understanding who I am, and we talked about mental health on uh, in the couples dating episode, 
uh, the, the relationship expert, they said that, yes, two people that have traumatic uh, relationships can heal together in a new one. So I really feel the way. What about you? Do you feel that people that have trauma can really just heal together? Or you think that maybe they should work on themselves first before they enter a new relationship? So I believe that you can do both, but it depends on what your trauma is. Like if you have severe daddy issues or you've had certain things happen to you or touched as a kid and all that, and you don't trust men, I suggest you heal from that before you get with men. But I do believe that you could heal with a partner. It's just you doing the self-work. You have to have individual therapy on top of having a therapist together. If you're not working out, you guys are smoking, drinking, doing all this stuff. You're never going to come to a common grounds, but people don't know this. And I know because I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking, I stopped doing a lot of things. I haven't changed the way I dress. I wanted to act a certain way and become a certain type of woman. So I started acting like it. And then I've learned a lot from my previous relationship because the one thing that I had was I have a mothering thing where I like to help a man, whatever. I felt like I was pressuring him a little bit too much because I knew he had so much potential. But he was like, um, you ever meet those people before that just they just they don't understand the potential they have. And I'm like, I'm trying to fight for you, boy. Let me fight for your ass. Just do it. But, you know, I, I noticed we weren't compatible. So he didn't like that. But I felt like. You can do that. It's possible. But you got to be there for your partner. You got to understand they have trauma, but always have their back. That's what loyalty and ride or die means, hoes. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Like, I'm going to tell you why. God, like, because look, God, I, I thank you, God, because you're sending me a sign right now. Like, oh. I am literally, remember I told you I'm going to ask you certain questions. Am I mask your personal one? The, the one I had, you literally just said it. Like oh. my my friend that I did something, I, I'm not gonna lie, I started the season about me admitting I did something grimy to somebody that I love. Really grimy. Like I would never do this ever in my heart, ever, but for some reason, like a guy, an idiot, I did it. You know, I did it. I worked so hard to amend this relationship. And I know she's gonna watch this episode, but I like it didn't work out as a couple. Okay, cool. But like you just said. Like I see so much potential in yourself. Like I and like I said, like you're you're a beautiful person. Like, but you're letting the outside world dictate who you're gonna be. Like I see potential in you. I don't. We don't have to date. I don't have to. You know. You know. Bang you. But I want to uplift you. I want Dang. to see you push because I see it in you. If you don't see it in yourself, I see it in you. And all I get was, I'll never love you. I don't want to be with you. I'm like, you're missing the point. Like, yeah. I don't care about that. I care about, I see you doing good in life. Like, why are you throwing your life away? Like, don't do it. And some women, they can't see that point that like, hey, it's because I'm a man and like, you know, I have a, like, I'm gonna just be with, no, I don't care about that. That's sex, like, that comes and goes, that's cool. Whatever, I can get that point like that. But to see you win, that's my main focus because you don't have that in your corner. Like, trust me, you know what I mean? Does it make sense? That, that makes perfect sense. You know how many men, especially now with the thousands, dozens of men I've talked to, they want to provide to help you guys. Do you ask a man for advice? He'll give you advice. So when women sit there and demean men, it bothers me because if you let a man lead you, let him, he will lead you, especially if you make sure you pick the right one first. You don't want to be leading to destruction like future and all that. But no, if you really pick a good man, he will put you on. He will help you. Like me, I was severely depressed, man. Like I'm a suicide survivor. And my ex was like, dude, get your ass up. He's like, I'm tired of this crybaby bull. And in the past, I was like, you're mean, you're this. Look at me now, a gym goer. Look at me now, not complaining about the way I feel because of him. So even though we're not together, I've learned so much for, from him. And thank God I met him because I don't know where I'd be right now. You know, he was the one person who believed in me and stayed with me the whole time until then, you know, until I believed in myself. So when women say that, you can take things from every partner you've learned that's good. Don't look at it in a negative way, you know? It's positive, I guess, you know? And that's why I'm battling that too, because one of her friends are just, they're like, you know, we get it. You know, he's good. No, no, no. I'm like, bro, like, and this is goes to anybody, not my relationships. But like, if you got people, I tell people all the time, like, you know, because I went through my stuff, you know, yeah. and I was telling people, so it's not that uh, because I'm depressed, I want to be alone. It's because you're not providing me a safe space to actually be coming out of the depression. Like, you're not helping me out. Like, yeah. you're telling me to get out of it. But sometimes maybe I don't want to get out. Maybe I need to, like, understand myself. But because people are going through this because they're pushing you away, that's not something wrong with you. It's that, you know what, at this present moment, you're not providing me a safe space for my mental health. And so with that being said, I need to separate myself from you. And I, I really advocate that. So if you, you have people in your corner wanting to help you and they're patient with you, take those people. But if they're encouraged yeah. to say, you know what, I know you're depressed. Let's get up. Let's get drunk. You know, let's drink. Nah, don't do that because 
Mm-mm. Worst type of people. Mm-mm. Worst type of people. And I'm like, look, and maybe because I live life, and like you said, I, I'm also a, a suicide survivor too. So I really uh, like to hear, yeah. So that's kind. That's why, I like, you my twin, man. Like, I'm glad you're here with me. Then that's good. Yeah, I'm really twins for real. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and like, and even like Christina, I love her death. Like, she would say, like, people that do commit suicide, it's not we don't look at them shameful because they were fighting something bigger than them, and like, yeah. so it's like you have to be a beacon to this world. And I think why I had to have you on the show because you are definitely a beacon to this world. You are providing health tips. You are providing like your experiences, stuff like that. And you're not ashamed of your experiences. Neither am I. Uh, but like I said, just people like you just say, hey, you know what? It didn't work out. I want to see you win. People, the people that are doing it in your life, you have to attach them to your life. Because and I, and I tell you all right now, like you don't have to have sex with any guy that's your friend. Not every guy wants to have sex with you or be with you. Like, I'm telling you, because they can put you on game. They can tell you what to look out for, what to do. And you might not want to like it or listen to it, but I would tell all my girlfriends, like, okay, he hadn't talked to you in, like, two weeks. Okay, now he's drunk. Now he wants to call you over. Mm-hmm. He using you. Yeah. Like, that's a booty call. No, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it's a it's a booty call. Yeah. I mean, I, I did that back in 04, 05. Like, that's a... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's a, you have to get these people around you. So, like, the women that are oblivious to what's going on with these men, um, what would be your final, on this show at least, what would be your final message to the women that, that say, you know what, well, all men are trash, all men are dogs? Like, what would be your lasting message to them right now? Um, I would say, ladies, take it easy on the men. Why don't you guys stay away from the men, change your wardrobe, change the things that you post, change your whole demeanor, change your attitude. Stop thinking men are this, men are that in a negative way. Think positive because one day you're going to have sons. Don't you got brothers? And if you don't have a dad, oops, sorry to hit a nerve, but redirect the way you think. Sit, start reading books, read how to love a man. There's God-fearing books. Try to understand them. And guess what the last thing you need to do? Stop f***ing these dumb guys. And also stop hanging around men who are trash. That's why you view them that way. Literally, when I was younger in LA, I would hang around the wrong crowd. That's why I used to view women and men very bad. Now, all the men in my corner are very, they're with wives. They've been married for years. You know, my roommate has a partner. Like, everybody that I know around me is a good man. But that's because I did the self-work and changed everything around me. So, ladies, please understand, if you change your whole mindset and start really wholeheartedly loving a man, you'll see a change, I promise you. Work out, be on your purpose, and a good man will find you. Stop chasing these dummies. Stop going for these celebrity dudes because they have money. Make your own bag. It's not hard at all. They just don't want to do the work. And, like, like I, I love to look at a beautiful woman. If, if I see a woman that's cut up in the gym, she is beautiful. I give her her props. <laughs> I, I'll give her her props. But, like... If you're looking for love, and I tell my friend this, and I know she's gonna get mad at me, but like she had a boyfriend and he wasn't coming around as much anymore. But when your profile picture has your titties hanging out and you're trying to be serious with this guy, like he don't want competition. Like if anybody can just have, you know, look at you and have access to you, what good are you to him? Because now you're sharing everything with other people. Like I told her, I said, look, if Y'all did date. They got serious. And his mom sent you a friend request. And she saw you in your, in your thong. In your, in your, what would she think? Like, ladies, for real, think about it. If the guy's not serious, like, and all of us, trust me, I want to take a home, a girl home to my mama. Like, how's my mom approve of her? You know what I mean? Exactly. So if if the, the guy's cool with you and y'all are talking and your profile picture has you busting out, twerking and stuff like that, what do you think the mom's going to say? Or the family going to say? Exactly. Is she right for me? Is he right for me? No, because you're easy access. And that's that's putting you on game. Like, if you have, and a lot of y'all do this, and I hate I hate this for y'all. Like, ladies, I'm actually taking y'all side right now. I hate this for y'all, that y'all have to lower yourself on social media and, you know, basically prostitute yourself with pics and likes because you want the attention and because some guy has done that to you. Like, not all men are like that. I'm telling you, like, I'm, I, I say I'm a good guy. I think I am. But beyond those pictures, what value do you have, not only to yourself, but to the guy you're trying to get? What's your value? You know what I mean? So that's the question I ask you. So, Taylor Moore, I, I definitely want to invite you back on the show because. I'm damn. Down. <laughs> damn. I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you've definitely done a great job on the show right now. Uh, you have so much on your plate right now. And your success is, you know, it, I, I witnessed your success from the very beginning. 
And now I, I love to see where it's at right now. Like you are truly an inspiration, not only to me, but to see what you have oh. gone through. You get your slack, uh, especially with the whole, uh, and before I have to ask this one question, you know where I'm going with this, right? So, <laughs> Hot seat burning. <laughs> BLM, Black Lives Matter, Candace Owens. What happened? Like, what, what's like because Candace Owens and Kanye West kind of in the news right now with some, like you know, and she's not the biggest fan within the black community. But you were, you were, you were somebody that kind of says, look at the bigger picture. Like when you address these things and you acknowledge these things within our own community, like. We got a lot of backlash from that, but what made you go out and say, you know what, look at this. This is right. And maybe, and because I think even what was his name? Um, God, I know his name. Uh, Killer Mike. He actually was supporting Candace Owens at one point because listen to what she has to say. So you as somebody that's part of the black community, like what made you go out and say, you know what, maybe Candace isn't saying the wrong things. And you posted her trailer for her, her documentary. Like what made you say that? Okay, so before I even speak, I want to let everybody know that I'm barely being put onto a Candace. I don't watch a lot of TV or watch a lot of anything, y'all. So I see clips that people send me. So with her, the one thing that I understand, and maybe you guys don't know because you have to be on a platform, I defend men. So I get a lot of hate. And what I'm doing is not easy. Like I've gotten death threats. I've had people take pictures of my job and send it to me. Bad stuff. Do you know what she's doing right now could potentially cost her a lot of things? Do you know how hard it is for somebody to stand up for a, something like that, outing everybody? Why don't y'all go try something like that? So I commend her, especially as a woman, a woman who can't even protect herself. I'm not trying to say she's like weak and all that, but really think about that. Yes, I don't know too much about her, but her just standing up for that and outing people. Like I said, I love the truth. And the fact that she's outing people, look at where our money went to, $80 million. I'm from LA, you guys, the hell. LA could have been changed right now. It could have looked like Beverly Hills with $80 million. They could have funded so much for us. All the black kids could have been happy, the best schools. They could have got everybody out of drugs, poverty. And look what they did, took our money. They take everything from us. So the fact that she's defendant, I'll ride with her because of that. Because somebody has to do it, you know? Yep. And the fact, the fact that you're able to address that, that makes me feel like, you know what? You're on your way, you know? And you're not scared. To, and like, even on our show, like we would say that uh, we have a PSA right now. It's not the organization it's the message so like we had we had to make sure we separated the two like hey it ain't the organization don't give them money yeah. like it's the message that our lives do matter and stop making the you know so yeah. whew, man like so i i think that a lot of y'all really need to this generation is to stop taking what the world gives them like yes. learn to fight back because that's what our grandparents did you know that's what Thank you. like that's what our grandpa <laughs> Like we got so much stuff, easy access to us. Stop being accessible. Like, you know, even with you, like, thank God you came on this podcast today because you're not accessible. You know what I mean? So like, you know, don't make yourself so easy accessible because when you got more people accessing you, that is starting with you and who you are and what you stand for. So once again, Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, you but before me. you go, tell people what you've been doing and what you got coming up and uh, how, they can, how they can support you on all your social media. Um, so first and foremost, the things that I have coming up is I'm about to be working with some big YouTubers, actually like being on a podcast with YouTubers. Um, I'm nervous, y'all, because I've never really done that. Like I'm always in my room doing stuff like that. I don't want to say too much because I want it to be a surprise. But as far as that, I'm just working on um, trying to build my own foundation so that that way I can give back to people. I want to be able to um, like help young men, especially like in Vegas, stuff like that. Maybe give them money, start them like going into college, maybe getting them their first car. I'm trying to work on my money and my things so that I can give back to the community and show them that there's people out here who have a fight in us and we're ready to help you. And I'm ready to help people. That's, that's what I wanted to do this whole time. I've got family. So you guys are my family. So that's a big thing that I'm trying to do right now. Okay. And how can people follow you on social media and kind of see, you know, see more of your messages and kind of get, if they want to hate, they can hate. If they want to support, they can support. But how <laughs> can people, you know, boost your algorithms up and kind of support you and kind of see what you're doing? Okay, so you guys can follow me on YouTube. It's Tay Tay Baby. And then Instagram is Tay Tay Baby with three E's. My TikTok is the same thing. And I have another TikTok that's it's Tay Tay Baby with a two. Y'all just share my content, you know, share it out to people, you know, send the message out, guys. Like if you um, appreciate what I do and all that, and you guys are my family and all that, just support me. That's all I really care about. So yeah, just getting to meet good people and all that, support me. I just want to be able to help you guys. So yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> 
And of course, we'll have all information uh, listed on this podcast episode listing. And if you're watching TV right now, it'll be on the ticker below. Uh, Taylor, one last question. Uh, you have this platform right now. You've already said it already, but I want to hear it from you again. Uh, you have this platform. You're, you're going places right now. When it, the dust settles, if it does settle, what do you want people to remember about Taylor Moore? I want you to remember that your traumas don't make you and that I am a product of my own environment. Like I grew up from nothing, you guys. I was in foster care. I didn't have a mom growing up, drug addict, all that. If I can come up out of this type of stuff, you guys can do it too. You guys got to understand, I didn't have any like camera equipment, any knowledge of this stuff. I'm not tech savvy whatsoever. Have a get mentality. Do what you got to do. Like if you have this life, you better use it to your best ability. Find your purpose, find God and get there. So if I go pass away, please find your purpose and care about your mental health. <laughs> like this, this is my twin. This is my twin. <laughs> like I hope this next project you do with the podcast, I hope you bring this energy plus more because when the people see you and you're gonna you're you're going places. So you got our yeah. support here straight up. And like I said, once again, we want you to invite you to come back on the show anytime you want to to promote okay. any more work that you have. Uh so ladies and gentlemen, once again, let's hear it for Miss Taylor more thank you once again for coming on the show thank you so much for having me you guys have a good one yes ma'am and before we go uh y'all make sure this is the end of our show we want to keep the conversation going uh make sure you go to our website at straightupshowpodcast.com that's str the number eight upshowpodcast.com there you can see our previous episodes you can listen to this episode on your website your browser your computer uh make sure you go out and support the people on Tampa Florida our listeners out there uh love you all WBLB radio station praying for you guys out there uh Hurricane Ian victims out there uh if you want to support them also you can go to the website and do that as well uh, if you want to support us, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com. STR number uh, uh, STR number eight upshow podcast 318. Uh, patreon.com slash straight show podcast 318. Until then, there's only one rule to our show you got to be straight up. <laughs>